Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, 33 plus years now, you're inside looking the world of boxing. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks, and guess who I've got today? That's right. The HBO Godfather will be in the house. Larry Merch will be here in just a couple of minutes, right? The Hall of Famer himself, you know, always blessed to have the, the Godfather in the house. And anytime Larry comes, he brings his wisdom with him. So straight up, Larry Merch in a few minutes right here on Sports Spotlight. Open phone lines around the world. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Lots of things to talk about. Fighter of the Year. We'll also talk about some... Some passing, some people that left us in 2016. Lots of things to talk about today on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This hour number one of two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Once again, open phone lines around the world. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. We'll talk about the heavyweight division, per se. The new heavyweight champion of the WBO is Joseph Parker. Of course, where he fits in the mix. What's going to happen? Anthony Joshua. Hey, is Tyson Fury coming back? Will he ever fight again? I'm talking about the... The Nutty Gypsy? We'll talk about that more today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. All around the world, this is Ring Talk, 32 plus years now. You're inside looking the world of boxing. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now. 
now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Book Marcus in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Since I have predicted that I'll be the champion the time I'm 21, well, naturally, everybody's coming to see you win. And they represent your thinking. These represent dynamite. Hey. <laughs> he will be mine in round nine. And if he makes me sore, I'll cut it to four. Thank you very much. And Thank if that don't much. do, we'll get him in two. <laughs> if he run, we'll get him in one. <laughs> and in your heart, you know I'm right. This bum go over five rounds. I won't return to the United States for 30 days. That's final. I walked into L- London, England. I jumped off the airplane. And Cleopatra was at ringside to witness. Can this Louisville lip come over here and call the exact round again? We don't believe it. The fifth round came. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You took the words right out of my mouth. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Spent an evening with James Brown at the Paramount Theater, Oakland, California. was backstage, watching him prep as he went on stage. It was a memorable event. And, of course, he died a few years later, the godfather of soul, old James Brown. Now, from the godfather of soul to the godfather himself, Larry Merchant. Godfather, how are you this morning, sir? Uh, I'm doing good. Happy New Year, Pedro. And, by the way, I saw James Brown perform in a working-class neighborhood in Paris uh, on a music weekend uh, on a stage in the middle of nowhere. Wow. You know, we're, hey, you know, I, I, I talked to B.J. Thomas one time. He's one of my favorites. He's a Grammy Award winner. Of course, sung that song, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. I talked to him last earlier, last year, not last year. And I asked him, I said, of all the spots you've been, he goes, you know what? There are spots that I can never, ever remember. And he goes, and that has nothing to do with my drinking. He goes, you just go to so many spots, a different arena each night sometimes. Uh, I, you know, I can't say that I was a regular follower of James Brown, but uh, hearing that he would be a part of this uh, music festival, my wife and I found a way, um, a very crowded streets, people hanging from buildings and fire escapes and trees, uh, and James Brown was James Brown. 
James Brown, the godfather of soul. Larry, the heavyweight division, we've got a few guys now. Joseph Parker is the new WBO champion, the undefeated CAD uh, lad from New Zealand, fighting out of Las Vegas, I believe. Um, I think the guy that lost to Evander Holyfield or was disqualified against Holyfield is his trainer. I can't think of his name right now. But he's a WBO guy, of course, Anthony Joshua, the IBF title holder. And, and you know, Tyson Fury, do you think Tyson Fury is going to fight again? Well, I would imagine that eventually um, he'll pull he'll himself to. together and will be an attraction. I think there was some culture shock in his world when he became the heavyweight champion and he didn't know how to handle all the the stuff thrown at you when you achieve what he achieved, and uh, he just imploded. But you don't. But but you don't go into training camp when you're being being tested by. Water, those anti-drug doping associations, and snorting cocaine. And, and Godfather, if he was snorting coke, it was within the last 24 to 36 hours because that leaves your system within two days. So, I mean, he was doing that while he was training. It wasn't like marijuana was saving your system for 60 days. We don't have a, a disagreement here. He was yeah. imploding. Um, once he had achieved uh, his dream of uh, becoming the heavyweight champion when he beat uh, Vladimir Klitschko, uh, he just started to uh, come apart day by day. Uh, um, every time he went to a public event, he said something that was foolish and that made a bad headline. And finally, they found him uh, drinking and drugging with many other people. And uh, I think in part, it certainly can, can be attributed to his background as a... Uh, an Irish traveler, a gypsy. I bring you back in time to the Las Vegas Hilton, Tyson and, Tre- and Trevor Burbick. What did Muhammad Ali say to you as you were walking out of the arena that day, sir? Do you remember? Yeah, he came up to me in the uh, hotel lobby and he said, uh, he whispered, how long can he keep it up? And I think that that came from two two places or three places. One uh, the understanding that uh, Tyson's style uh, is hard to sustain because it requires such a dedication to be at, in in the kind of super condition that that kind of aggressive fighter has to be in because someone's going to come along who might outbox you or might nail you on the way in. And uh, Buster Douglas came along and did both. Yeah, Buster Douglas was a great meltdown uh, February 1990, 37-1 underdog, Buster Douglas. I will say this, though, Larry, you know, anytime the heavyweight championship was on the line, I tried to go to the challenger, and I, I interviewed Buster for that fight, and people said to me, you know, you interviewed him, yeah, but I did it for Boxing Monthly Magazine in, in England, which was a great UK magazine back then, and of course I did it for the radio as well, but, you know, he was challenged for the world heavyweight championship. People don't realize that that he did pull it off, and that's why you've got to take all these guys seriously to some extent. Look, uh, um, whether Tyson was ready or not, uh, everybody had underestimated Douglas, although they, uh, everybody understood that he had uh, ability, having been raised by a, a father who was a boxer and had a gym, uh, but that he had never dedicated himself but 
Um, he galvanized all of his forces to that fight because of the opportunity to fight for the championship. And uh, because his mother had died a few weeks before, and somehow it uh, it all came together on that one night. And um, right from the first round, we were seeing him uh, hit Tyson uh, the way we hadn't seen that before. Fast forward from the meltdown in Tokyo, six months, eight months, wherever it is, to October of that same year, 1990, and I'm the beat writer that I was running for Flash Magazine, Boxing Update Magazine, running around uh, trying to pick up tidbits here and there. So I get a scoop that Buster Douglas is in the uh, Mirage Hotel. He's in the sauna losing weight. So who did I get the scoop from? The guy in the California pizza kitchen who was delivering him pizzas. Yeah, who was this fighter? Buster Douglas. Oh, yeah. Well, Douglas, Douglas <laughs> had trouble with his weight, which is a reflection of his dedication. He came in 25 pounds over what he fought Tyson at when he uh, fought Evander Holyfield. Today's picture, the heavyweight division, is it is it, will it be clearer in a year from now than it is now? Because right now it's just like, I mean, there's Parker, there's Joshua, both are undefeated. Tyson Fury is an asterisk, maybe we don't know. Um, Vladimir Klitschko wants another crack at the gold ring. I mean, maybe him and Joshua are going to do that. Is that a signed fight yet, Larry, him and Joshua? Well, from my understanding, yes, the fight is going to be had in uh, April, and it will attract 90,000 people at Wembley. Uh, it's a big deal, particularly if Joshua uh, would win, because uh, Joshua has the look and... and, and uh, the star quality that could travel across oceans and 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 become an international star, but there's also others like Ortiz and like Wilder, and um, so there is a certain uh, a quiet buildup uh, for something big happening and uh, something something big needs to happen to uh, revive boxing in America. Okay, Luis Ortiz, a Cuban Cuban American heavyweight, I believe. Now um, he's got those. He's got the best inside game of any heavyweight today. Yeah, I, when I first saw him, I said, "Whoa!" Uh, I haven't seen a big heavyweight, one of the super heavyweights, fight on the inside like him since Riddick Bow. Um, so he's, you know, he's got some uh, real strength, but he is in his already in his mid thirties. Uh, and he hasn't faced any uh, truly formidable opposition, and whatever opposition is out there, not not very eager to to face him. Larry Merch is our guest. Of course, we're talking about Anthony Joshua, six foot seven, two thousand twelve Olympic gold medalist, of course, and Vladimir Klitschko. Klitschko, six foot seven. I looked at them at the. I guess they took a promotional picture together, and you know what? Those are two big dudes. Yeah, they are. Big athletic dudes. Uh, they're not big statues like uh, uh, Primo Canera back in the day. And uh, um, I think I've mentioned this to you in the past, that Vladimir uh, has sparred um, both with him and with Wilder. And he told me that because uh, Joshua is stronger than Wilder, he is roughly two. 45, where Wilder is roughly 220, uh, that uh, he believes from his experience in the gym 
that uh, Joshua takes a better punch. Two minutes to a hard break with Larry Merchant. Uh, Gennady Golovkin, I guess Julio Cesar Chavez and uh, Canelo Alvarez are going to fight first, but Golovkin's going to get the, the September fight, looks like, with Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez is a big middleweight. This is not going to be a walkover for Canelo, for uh, Gennady Golovkin. Um, well, I'm curious. You know, uh, one of the things we've seen uh, from uh, Canelo is that he generally tries to outbox the boxers and, and outfight the fighters. And um, can he outbox the ultimate middleweight fighter in Golovkin, or is he going to get on the inside and take his and take his shots? Um, but um, he could have a major event against uh, Chavez Jr. in May, and there are many other uh, major uh, showdowns that could happen in the next six months or so, and that excites me. But I'll tell you, Pedro, one of the things that depresses me about the current scene is the fact that HBO seems to be slowly bowing out of the picture. Here we are in the end of the first week of January, and they don't have a single fight scheduled for HBO. They have several pay-per-view fights, but not a single fight on HBO. And that is uh, a little bit... Alarming. That is alarming, Godfather. Is that the only way you put that? Alarming. Well, I, think it, I want to I, wish you a very good Sunday. Say hello to the Godmother for me. We will talk soon. Of course, I feel blessed, and I thank you for your time, sir. Happy New Year. The great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. We'll talk boxing news next up here on Sports Byline. iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. Hey, uh, hello out there to all the troops, and of course, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. I keep going, but the commercial says I got to go. This is Sports Byline, and I am Pedro Fernandez. Listen closely. You don't have to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain-relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us. 800 816 One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last.
Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. I retired because of concussions in 2005, the summer 2005, and and at that time, I just knew my head hurt. Okay, guys weren't retiring because of concussions at the time. Right. I, I retired because my head hurt. Um, my personality was changed. Um, I knew that the first hit uh, of training camp in 2005, if I was actually, I would have gotten concussed. I was getting concussed the first hit of every training camp wow. starting in 2000 or starting in about 2002. And so, and then once I would get that first one, I would be more susceptible to getting them. So, look, what happened was. For years there, I had a bad, bad drug addiction, and it was a lot of it was because I wanted to feel better. My head hurt. My right. personality had changed. Um, and so I wanted to feel better and feel like my old self, so it led to years and years of drug addiction, which I've gotten that cleaned up. Um, and I've done so much research. I've gone to every – I've gone to different types of doctors, neurosurgeons, neurologists, neuropsychologists, family doctors, psychiatrists, on and on and on. Um, to try and find answers, and I found what best works for me. I have a blueprint for success for me, and I'm doing much better. And I do the radio down in Houston, Texas, on Sports Radio 610, CBS Radio, mm-hmm. and that cognitively challenges me every single day. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You buy nice drinks, mister, but you talk so much. Hey, Mac, two more over here. That is a prelude to a segment forthcoming, of course, with Dr. Netan Seti. Dr. Seti, of course, was with the New York State Athletic Commission, a neurologist, a ringside physician. I met him at the WBO convention in San Juan, Puerto Rico in October 2016. And we had a long, lengthy conversation yesterday. And, of course, I've got that tape for you at 40 minutes past the hour. Straight up, looking at pound for pound, of course, Saul Alvarez right now, the WBO 154-pound champion, 48-1-1 now. The man, he's as far as drawing people is concerned. I mean, let's think about this. 
He's the guy that turns the pay-per-view crank. The Mexicans and the Mexican-American fans have always been the fans that, that make pay-per-view go. If pay-per-view doesn't go, if there aren't Mexican fighters involved, there aren't Mexican individuals involved buying the pay-per-views, they're going to flop. This is the way it is. I'm sorry. This is the way it is. So the bottom line is Alvarez being the king of pay-per-view, sort of calling his own shots here, okay, at 154, 48, 101 now, making 154 even though he relinquished the linear 160-pound title I now I believe is in the hands of Gennady Golovkin. But Alvarez going to take on Chavez first, as Larry Merchant said, probably in Las Vegas. Maybe, no, probably in Mexico. What am I talking about? In Mexico, somewhere in Mexico. Talk about doing 90,000 people in, in Wembley Stadium outdoors, of course, for Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko. Well, I guess what? I think they can do 100,000 people, no doubt about that, in one of those bull, one of the big bull rings like Chavez used to fight down there in Mexico City for Chavez and, man, I mean, Chavez and Canelo. That's really the dream fight. The big question is, how serious is Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Now, of course, this was a kid that I met like 10 years ago, and he didn't shave. When I met him, he didn't shave. I asked him, do you shave? He said, no. You know, I said, well, he goes, maybe once in a while I'll cut a couple of hairs off. But he didn't shave. It was like he, were, he was on this long press junket like for three weeks. I said, well, when's the last time you shaved? He said, no, I haven't shaved on this trip. And he had no hair coming out. So anyway, he wasn't a man yet. So he developed. He learned how to fight professionally. Um he learned how to fight as an amateur when he was fighting professionally because he didn't have much of an amateur background. So they put a whole lot of fights together for him, a whole lot of work fights. So anybody fights that he could work himself into a condition, work himself to a better level, get practice, get the experience needed to be, of course. And then he came forward and he became the man. I mean, he was a 160-pound champion for a while. But now, sort of, you know, lock discipline issues. People have always called him Julio Cesar Chavez, the fat boy, and things like that. You know, not having the discipline of his father, but... One fight ago, I guess about three weeks ago, fortnight ago, he was in excellent shape. Went 10 rounds, very good, 167 pounds. So I guess he's trying to lay the, the uh, foundation for a fight with, you know, Canelo Alvarez. Of course, Cinco de Mile, this would probably be a pay-per-view cranker. Maybe two, three million homes. I kid you not. Two or three million homes. Watch these guys do it on pay-per-view. Now, Golovkin and Canelo. That's the fight everybody wants to see, and that's going to happen probably in September 2016-17, okay? But it's not going to draw the kind of numbers, believe it or not, that Julio Cesar Chavez and Canelo will draw. I just don't think it will. It'll dwarf it as far as the pay-per-view buyers are concerned. Why? Because the public, the mass, the masses aren't yet hip to Gennady Golovkin. And if you heard Larry Merchant say, uh, as he said earlier, that HBO hasn't got a, a, a fight card on the uh, calendar this year, that's pretty sad. I mean, HBO used to have like five, six fights lined up by the beginning of the year, and they always put one or two on the on the uh, website or or mailed it out to you or faxed it to you back in the days when, or when you called Lou DeBello's office when he was working at Lou, you know, at HBO when he was a VP of sports at HBO, Time Warner. There, you called his office, David Squid, of course, now the guy with, uh, uh, I mean. They would answer you, they would say, hey, you know, there's three fights, car coming, we're working on this, we're working on that. Well, guess what? The guys at HBO, they aren't talking about working on anything. And that's a little scary. If HBO is a premier carrier of boxing here in the United States, what does that mean? <clears throat> what does that mean about the sport of boxing and it's about, about HBO, I mean, about their commitment? I mean, this is a sport that brought them to the mountaintop. Whether you want to admit it or not, boxing brought them to the mountaintop. Don King came to them, 1973, got together with a deal. Put them on the map. Put HBO on the map. It was home box office. Now it's known <clears throat> simply as HBO. But boxing put them on the map, okay? And now they're, they're, they're pushing boxing to the side. 
I feel a little bit disrespected, but the bottom line is it's dollars and cents. And I think that HBO is of the mindset they don't want to deal with Al Heyman. And Al Heyman is really controlling a significant portion, a majority of these uh, good boxers now. Of course, Premier Boxing Champions have signed a lot of people. So he's got a lot of these guys under contract. And HBO deals primarily with Bob Arum. So what does that say if Arum doesn't have any shows on HBO for 2017? What does that say about Bob Arum? What does it say about the boxing world? I mean, boxing is alive and well. And I think if everybody's jazzed about boxing, you know, coming back big with the heavyweights. In fact, the, the, uh, the, the point being, of course, jo- Anthony Joshua, is, as Larry alluded to, he's, he's so gifted as far as athletic, who's athletically is concerned. But he's also gifted. He's got this look to him. And, and he's got this talk to him and this way about him and this mannerism and this and that. And it's unbecoming. Uh, it, it hasn't really been, you really haven't seen a whole lot of that in a, um, in, in, in a heavyweight champion. I think you're going to see a whole lot more come out of Anthony Joshua if he's successful in this fight with Vladimir Kuchko. As Larry Merchant said, set for um, April in Wembley Stadium, 90,000 people. So Alvarez, number one, looking at these box rec ratings i can't what what's, what is box rec thinking by putting manny pacquiao number two pound for pound the pac-man come on 38 years old man he's so old they should call him by his real name emmanuel okay a man he's oh stick a fork in him he's done number three guy of course pound for pound of box rec is terence crawford bud they call him don't mess with bud folks i'm telling you don't mess with bud is he 30 and 0 now 21 22 knockouts of course he 140 pound champion of the wbo the former 135 pound champion Man, he got in a bit of a scrape, I think, a few weeks ago with those um, <clears throat> the law enforcement folks down there in Omaha, Nebraska. But according to my sources, he wasn't at fault. So straight up, Terrence Crawford, stay away from the Omaha cops. They will ruin your life. Number four, Vasil Lomachenko, the man at 130 right now. I mean, good Lord, this guy can fight. 7-1, two-time world champion. Of course, WBO guy at 130. But, man, just a five-star fighter. Of course, lost that one fight to... Or his uh, Salito, Salito mugged him. Remember, Salito took him and came in overweight and used his elbows and his arms, and that was a that was an upset, a, a whooping orchestrated in the uh, school of hard knocks, I think, by Sean Gibbons and company. Of course, they had Salito, but Orlando Salito looking to do it again with uh, Vasil Lomachenko sometime in 2017, and both guys want that fight to happen. Lomachenko 7-1, a two-time world champion as an amateur and only 28 years old. And then we come to the number five guy. I'm only going through the top five here in the box rec top five pound-for-pound fighters. Uh, Johnny Glofkin, 36-0, 33-KOs, 34 years old. See, that's where it's happening. That's what's happening with him is that, you know, he's just a little bit, just a little bit old. Straight up, 34 years old, might be a little bit old on the tooth. You are tuned to Sports Byline, this is Ring Talk. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He's a bit sad, but he's king. There he is. The great doctor, Netin Seti, is on the line, folks. He's going to talk to us about CTE. Doc, how are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Okay. What is CTE? So, CTE stands for Chronic Traumatic encephalopathy. This is a term which has been used, which has recently become more common common knowledge, especially after uh, CTE was identified in some NFL players. But I mean, in a simple way, let me try to explain what CTE. From a very early time, like probably in the 1920s, this this uh, this disease, this is not a new disease. This has been known. In fact, in boxers, uh, CTE earlier was known by the terms dementia pugilistica. Mm-hmm. Some of you might have heard of that. Punch drunk. At times, uh, people used to call them punch drunk. There was another term which has been used in boxing called slug nutty. You get slugs on your head multiple times and you become nutty. And mm-hmm. that's kind of a good way to kind of describe CTE. Uh, studies have shown that when you get multiple hits to the brain, multiple concussions, multiple hits, that kind of leads to deposition of this abnormal protein in the brain. And at a young age, these boxers 
these uh, fighters, like MMA fighters, these players, like some of the NFL players, at a young age, like in their 30s, late 30s, early 40s, late 40s, are developing problems with memory, attention, concentration. They're also having uh, behavioral changes like mood problems, depression, anxiety disorders. So when neuropathological studies were done, when, when you know, the brains of some of these boxers were looked under after at the time of autopsy, we found the deposition of this abnormal pigment in the brain. And that disease is called as CTE or chronic traumatic encephalopathy. I want to emphasize it's not a new disease. It's not a disease which is unique to football players. It's not a disease which is unique to boxers, but probably the earliest description of CTE was in, uh, in boxers. And like I said, it was known, known at that point in time, different no- terms have been used over the years. Dementia pugilistica is probably the same thing which CTE is. Interesting. Dr. Netan said he's our guest, folks. He's an expert on brain damage, of course, he's a brain doctor. And when, when you look at the overall picture of combat sports, the NFL is now admitting to an extent that, you know, players are suffering CTE after sometimes just a couple of years in the league. In fact, I know a guy, Mike Schumann, who's seven years of the NFL, didn't take too many hits at all, and he's having problems finding his car coming out of the theater. And I tried to tell him, hey, Mike, we all have problems finding our car sometimes coming out of the theater. He says, Pedro, it's happening all the time. Therefore, he has been diagnosed with having some issues. It's pretty crazy. He never took any hits, Doc. Yeah, so, you know, and and that's where things become a little bit gray. As you know, boxing, I I work as a ringside physician. A lot of times in boxing, you'll you'll see the hits, and you'll see the knockouts, you'll see the KOs, and you know a boxer is taking a lot of punishment. But nowadays, what, what new thing which is coming out is a lot of times these hits are what are called sub-concussive injuries. You don't really need to have a major knock or a major concussion, but you're, might, you're probably getting small amount of brain damage, small amount of concussions, which are subclinical. That means they are not presenting clinically, but they are still adding on. And over years, by the virtual, virtual nature of these contact sports, a boxer who's fighting for, you know, let's assume he fights for 10 years or so, over that entire career, he's going to get a lot of hits. And these all add up. And at some point in time, the disease, which is CTE, starts off in the brain. The problem is we don't know at what point in time CTE starts off. So if you tell me, if you're a boxer and you come to me and say, hey, Dr. Sethi, I'm worried. You know, I'm worried I, uh, you know, I might develop CTE. When do I know no mass? When do I know to say, you know what, I, I need to walk, out, uh, walk away from this sport because I'm going to risk brain he- my brain health? I'll tell you I don't know. It's very hard to identify at, at, with the, our current uh, testing what, what point in time a boxer or MMA uh, fighter is at risk for developing CTE. Yeah. So we don't have any good biomarkers of CTE. You come to me and you say, I have Lyme disease. I do a simple blood test. If, you have, if it's positive, you have Lyme. If it's negative, I'll say, Pedro, you don't have lines. Be you know, relax. On the other hand, if you come to me and say, "Can you do some testing to find out if I have CTE or not?" I would basically tell you, I don't really have any good tests. I don't have any blood tests. I don't have any tests I can do on the spinal fluid. I don't have any special MRIs we can do. That is why a lot of research is going on to try to find out 
the biomarkers of CTE. They are doing a, we are doing a lot of research. The NFL is, uh, is helping in that research. The Department of Defense is helping in that research. A lot of funding coming in. How to identify the early signs of CTE? What are the biomarkers of this disease process? Can they be identified uh, in a timely fashion? Can things be done to prevent these fighters, to protect these boxers from developing CTE? Interesting. You know, I, I was I was I was never knocked out in fifty two fights, but I I was knocked around one time, three punches. The guy hit me three different times in Las Vegas, and and I felt funny. I mean, I got knocked down. I felt funny. I felt concussed. I knew something was wrong, and I didn't feel right for about a day and a half or two days. Uh, needless to say, I didn't box for a while after that. But I got to tell you that you sort of know, or you should know, as a boxer when you can see things starting to fade away. In other words, you know, your reflexes aren't there. In other words, Doc, when I was getting old, older and guys were hitting me, guys in the gym were hitting me that couldn't hit me before, I realized that my time was short and I knew that I had to get out. Now, I made that decision. Unfortunately, the other guys have, have to pay rent, have to have wives to feed and families to feed, things like that, and they can't say no. See, I, was, I had another vocation. I could say no, but, but a lot of guys can't say no. So when do you say no? That's a very good question, and uh, the answer is, you know, that's where, that's where, like I said, we are doing a lot of, lot of research going on to figure out biomarkers for CTE. But you raise a very good point. You know, in boxing, a lot of people say, I got my bell rung, or, you know, something happened. In football, they use the word also, my bell was rung. So a lot of times I see boxers, you know, they walk into a stiff jab, they walk into a right, and you can clearly see that a boxer might be concussed. You know, he staggers a little bit. Sometimes they kind of take a knee. Uh, sometimes you can see the look in their eyes. But by the nature of sport in boxing, a lot of times these concussions, even though if you're sitting on the sideline as a doctor, you might say, I think this boxer is concussed. But by the nature of the sport, you know, the fight is not stopped and the fight goes on. So you have a concussed boxer fighting. And as we all know, we are boxers who have had a, you know, a, uh, a terrible knockout in the first round, and they've come back to win the fight. So these boxers continue to fight. And, and they're getting further hits to the brain. Now, with the, with the, the science is changing. So because we don't have good biomarkers for, uh, for mm -hmm. CTE, the, the, the emphasis is on educate the boxers, educate the corner Corner, corner, uh, corner staff, corner men, educate the referees, educate the doctors that how to identify concussion and in a timely fashion. So let me tell you a few signs and symptoms of concussion. Okay. So let's assume we get hit. And after the hit, you know, you might develop some symptoms. Like, for example, after concussion, a lot of people report headache or a pressure feeling in the head. Mm -hmm. They might report feeling nauseated or some even vomit. They may report being sensitive to light, sensitive to loud sounds. Uh, uh, Concussed athletes at times report a subjective feeling of being off balance. And then they report other things like my attention is off, my concentration is off. Dr. Sethi, I feel foggy, I can't think, I'm a little irritable. So those are all subtle signs of concussion. And it's very important that all boxers all athletes, especially those in contact sports, learn to recognize concussion. Because sometimes, like you said, the signs are very subtle. It may not be a direct hit to the brain, but you're still concussed. And if you feel you're concussed, 
bring it to the attention of somebody. So let's assume. Exactly. You know, Doc, is is it, is it can, can cuss? Is that a, can I put this? Is that a good? Uh, how about I've said neurologically short circuited? Is that a, is that a good term for a concussion? Good way to explain to explain the concussion. Think about concussion as a closed head injury. You walk into a stiff jab. You walk into a right. Your skull will take the brunt of that force, but some amount of force goes into your brain, mm-hmm. and then after that there's a functional change in the brain. The brain is not functioning as it should. And you have all these signs and symptoms which I described. That is like a concussion. So in majority of patients who have concussion, if you go to the ER and you say, do a CAT scan on my head, the CAT scan will be fine. You'll not see any blood in the brain, but you are still concussed. And you'll have all these signs and symptoms. And nowadays the emphasis is identify the concussion, check these athletes on the sidelines or on the, uh, uh, you know, side, the ringside, and if you feel they are concussed, you know, pull them out, give them rest. And you have to give them both physical rest and mental rest till they come back to baseline. And the reason is that if you allow a concussed boxer to continue to fight, you'll agree with me, you're more likely you get concussed again. You're more likely you get further brain, brain damage. Mm-hmm. And then also these symptoms will increase in, in, in severity. And, and you know, the, uh, we talked about the link between all these multiple concussions leading to CTE. So one point I really want to emphasize to you is that I think every boxer, every cornerman, every coach should know what concussion is because unless you know what concussion is, you're going to miss it. Yeah. But don't you think the referee is really the guy? I mean, the ringside doctor is all cool and everything like that, but like, but like I wrote in that story in the WBO convention uh, program there, the referee is really the first guy. If he does his job, the ringside doctor sometimes is not even called in. It's true, and that's why boxing, as you know, me working as a ringside physician, I, I love boxing, but I'm very passionate about doing my job, which is making sure that the boxers who are fighting under my watch, they are not getting hurt. I'm, I'm worried not just about an acute traumatic brain injury, which might occur in the ring, which we're all worried about, but I'm also worried about the future. What happens to this boxer five years down the line? What happens 10 years down the line? You, you said the right thing. These are boxers. Their families depend upon them. Uh, you know, that's where the boxer is making a livelihood. But you also want to make sure that when he or she retires after, you know, after their career, they are not left behind with permanent brain damage. So... Yeah. So referees in New York, either a referee or a ringside physician can stop a fight. But as you know, in many, many, many states, only uh, the referee the referee can, can stop the fight. So I agree with you. Referees should be educated in recognizing the signs and symptoms of concussion. Okay. But I can, you, and we all agree, we have been watching boxing, we're all passionate about boxing. Boxing is a sport where, by the nature of the sport, if you start stopping the fight for every concussion, that's not going to go down well with either the boxer or his corner or the, uh, or the public which is watching the fight. So, so who, who has a greater stake in here then? The athlete or the person buying the ticket at the end of the day? That's, where, that's a very good question. That's where it comes <laughs> the, the, the ethics of boxing. You know, do you find boxing ethical? And as you know, multiple articles have been written some people say ban boxing. Some people are passionate about boxing, and this debate rages on. But I think what I want to emphasize to your listeners is there's a slight difference when it comes to managing concussion 
on a football field versus in a ring. In a football field, I have the 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 you know the liberty of pulling that player out on the sideline, assessing him for concussion. And if I feel he's concussed, I'll say, you're not going to go back. You're going to rest. But the game will still go on. In boxing, I don't have that. I have a a minute in between rounds to assess a a concussed boxer. And if I start stopping the fights for every concussion, you know, by the nature of sport, in boxing, every punch is thrown with the idea to cause a knockout. Every punch is thrown with the idea to cause a concussion. So... That's what, make, that's what makes identifying concussions and preventing concussions and CT in boxing so challenging for a, for a doctor. Well, Doc, I want to thank you so much for that explanation. Dr. Netan Sati, Sati, of course, I met him in Puerto Rico, the WBL convention. I thank you so much for your, you know, you're being involved in boxing. We need neurologists. We need really, really good medical people involved in contact sports to take a look at this because, you know, I think in 15 or 20 years from now, we'll realize that we can take some of the concussions out of both football and boxing if the medical people and the officials involved are doing their job. I agree, and that's why, you know, like I'll tell you a few practical things which we have done. Make it quick. I'm running up on a hard break. Uh, we are educating boxers about concussion. Every time a boxer comes in for a pre-fight physical, I'll educate him about concussions. After the, post, after the fight, when I'm doing a post-fight clearance, I'll educate him about concussions. That's what you do. Education, education, education. I think that's where we need to spread the word around. And I think we are all passionate about this sport. I strongly feel boxing can be made safer. And I think uh, this is one of the ways of doing that. Dr. Netan Seti on Sports Byline. Are you a parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the award-winning and revolutionary online learning program that's changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Designed by teachers and early childhood learning experts, ABC Mouse seamlessly aligns with what your child is already learning in school. And with over 7,000 learning activities and more than 650 lessons, it's the most comprehensive early learning site on earth. I have been teaching for 13 years, and I've never seen a program like ABC Mouse. It encompasses science, math, reading, social studies. It's just endless what they can learn on ABC Mouse. I've always had to use 20 websites, and now I can just use one. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash free to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash free. abcmouse.com slash free. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. 
64. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Reflecting <clears throat> reflecting back on that Larry Merchant interview of the, uh, the first segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide here, you know, HBO not having a date yet, Wow, that, that's a little scary. That is a little bit scary, no doubt about that. Chris, the fighter of the year, guess who? Oleg Yusek. He's 11 0. He's the WBO Cruiserweight Champion, 10 KOs, a 2012 Olympic gold medalist that kick and fight, no doubt about it. Fighter of the year because nobody's going to touch him at 200 pounds. He was fighting at heavyweight <clears throat> and doing quite well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two still to come on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, peace, love, much respect. With Tammy Rose. Israeli officials say the driver of a deadly truck attack in West Jerusalem has been shot and killed. The truck rammed a crowd of Israeli soldiers on Saturday, killing at least four and injuring more than a dozen others. Police are calling it a terrorist attack and said the driver lived in East Jerusalem. President Obama is claiming Russia meant to meddle in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. We've seen a lot of commentary lately where there were Republicans or pundits who seem to have more confidence in Vladimir Putin than fellow Americans because those fellow Americans are Democrats. Obama told ABCs this week it seems to him that a lot of this distrust is due to partisanship. You're listening to USA Radio News. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies, and rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, for a man aged 45 non-tobacco user, it's $1 million of coverage at $75 per month, level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-tobacco user can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At term by 
Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 866-713-5330. That's 866-713-5330. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters at 866-713-5330. That's 866-713-5330. Remember, 866-713-5330. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes for preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify. The FBI is now admitting the Florida airport shooter had approached the bureau before. The Alaska bureau chief said Esteban Santiago walked into an FBI office in Anchorage last November acting erratically. Santiago made comments about mind control but told agents he didn't want to hurt anyone. Agents turned him over to local police due to his behavior. Police admitted Santiago to a hospital for mental evaluation. The FBI said they found no ties to terrorism and closed their assessment of Santiago. President Obama says he's heartbroken after the deadly shooting in Fort Lauderdale. These kinds of tragedies have happened too often uh, during the eight years that I've been president. Uh, The pain, the grief, the shock that they must be going through uh, is uh, enormous. In an interview with ABC's This Week, the outgoing president says he doesn't want to comment on the incident until all the facts are in, but he says he feels for the families of the victims. You're listening to USA Radio News. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cash back match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. Pope Francis says he's not going to increase security when he travels despite the threats. USA's Chris Barnes has more. The pontiff explaining that decision in the introduction to a new book about his travels. He has always fended off those bulletproof Pope mobiles and limos of his predecessors. Francis saying while there is always the risk of what he calls a rash gesture by a madman, he adds, the Lord is always there. The Pope says he appreciates his security team, but he says there cannot be many barriers between himself and the people. I'm Chris Barnes. Mass murderer Charles Manson is back in a California prison after a reported hospital stay this week. The 82-year-old Manson had reportedly been taken to a hospital in Bakersfield for a serious medical issue, but the prison, citing federal and state privacy laws, is refusing to confirm the cult leader's medical condition or hospital stay. An email statement only confirmed Manson's present location. Manson is serving nine concurrent life sentences for conspiracy to murder seven people, including actress Sharon Tate, in the summer of 1969. For USA Radio News, I'm Jules McKinney. Jimmy Fallon takes center stage as Hollywood is on display Sunday with the 73rd annual Golden Globe Awards ceremony. The Hollywood Foreign Press picks the winners in both film and television.
The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of combat sports. My name is Pedro Fernandez, but you know this already. Of course, I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio. Always having defended that title. Not forget this. 33 plus years. So straight up today, we're going to talk about Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Ronda Rousey, of course, the bully that she was, but, you know, the meteoric climb, and then, of course, the, the even faller, the even faster fall. I mean, can you fall faster from grace than she did? And, of course, she did so, you know, she's just not a nice woman. I and mean, I've had her on the show in the past, in that last interview, you guys heard me when I basically just told her, called her out on the air. I said, look, if you don't want to do this, we don't have to do it. You know, we cut it about four minutes in instead of a 10-minute interview. It was, it was a four-minute interview. And the bottom line is, she wore her welcome here. And she wore her welcome a lot of places. We'll talk about Ronda Rousey. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. We'll bring in Nate Corey, talking about the league lawsuit against the UFC at 20 minutes past the hour. Of course, Nate Corey, part of that class action lawsuit against Zufa Sports, Dana White, and company, of course, claiming that, well, claiming that the UFC pimped them off like a bunch of cheap hookers. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide with open phone lines around the world. Join me, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, two hours on Sports Byline. Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, one hour on Sports Byline. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. But hey, you already knew that. We're talking Byline Sports, where sports happens. Hey, 
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt, and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777, Everyone has their moment of picking themselves off the floor, and I'd gone through several of mine, but no one had, had actually seen me go through it, and maybe I just had to be that example of picking myself off the floor for everyone, and maybe that's what I'm meant for. Now, more Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Heaven help us. If you thought she was depressed then, imagine how it was after Amanda Nunes, <clears throat> gay fighter that she is, licked her like a stamp. Whoa, I mean, is that something you want in your part of your your legacy? I was licked by a stamp, licked like a stamp from a lesbian, and I'm not gay. Oh, bottom line is Amanda Nunes, the world bantamweight champ, 135 pounds. You know, I would say that she's going to stick with that title for a long time. But every time I go out there and say something like that, somebody gets drilled. Okay, like Dominic Cruz losing that title. I thought Dominic Cruz would 
hold on to the 135-pound USC Bantamweight Championship for, for a long time because he moves so well. I mean, I think guys, anybody, anybody would be able to uh, – to uh to, to to solve the puzzle of man you know, his puzzle's been solved things have been happening in the world of mixed martial arts but back to ronda rousey wow what a wake-up call that must have been huh her and travis brown her boyfriend of course he's not doing that well you know and you have to attribute it to a certain extent because uh to her her own how can i put it her own attitude her own aura i mean the fact that she stuck with this boxing trainer or this MMA trainer who tried to turn her into a boxer, she actually went out there and tried to out, try to box with a chick with longer arms that can hit harder. I mean, that'd be like that's like going to a that's like going to a knife fight, you know, with no knife. I mean, crazy. It's just crazy. Why hook with a hooker? I wouldn't hook with Joe Frazier. Wouldn't do it. I tried to hook with Ernie Chavez. He put me on the seat of my pants. You don't hook with a hooker. You don't punch with a puncher. Okay, she tried to box with a girl that has superior boxing skills. I mean, her only shot was bringing this fight to the ground and trying to get her into an armbar. That was it. There was no other alternative. Okay, this fallacy in which his trainer built up in Ronda Rousey's head, in which she was a boxer per se, and that she could box because she hit the pads. Let me tell you about hitting the pads. Edgar Guevara, of course, listening, of course, in Las Vegas, but he was one of my Newman's gym partners down there on Leavenworth Street in the heart of the San Francisco Tenderloin back in the day in the 80s when we were winning Golden Glove titles in the snap. But when Fred Gilbert or Chris Gomez, my trainers, would work the pads with me, you know, those combat pads, those contact pads that fighters are hitting, punching on, making them looking good, throwing five, six, seven punch combinations and snap. Yeah, well, I threw the combinations. I threw them nicely. But I also got hit back. And see, that's what's not happening nowadays. Fighters aren't getting hit back by the pad. They throw this nice combination, and you expect to be able to throw that nice combination. Well, guess what? You're going you're gonna to get 90% of the time, you're going to be interrupted throwing that combination with some type of uh, <clears throat> punch coming back from the guy or the person you're fighting. Just no doubt about it. Just no doubt about it, okay? I think that right now when you look at the, the big picture as far as the USC is concerned and the fact that Ronda Rousey was their flag bearer. And, you know, and I bear some of the blame for the Ronda Rousey hype. I built her up. I mean, I did in those early days on strike force when she was fighting in San Jose. I built her up. No doubt about it. I mean, I did. I thought she was what she was a pioneer. Somebody that was going to take the world by storm. Somebody who was going to bring female fans over into world of mixed martial arts. Somebody who's going to bring um, uh, casual fans, people that would never buy an MMA fight, bought an MMA fight because Ronda Rousey was involved because her appearing on Ellen after losing, instead of issuing a statement down there in the uh, octagon or in Australia, or maybe in LA when she came back and tried to hide from the, from the, uh, the cameras coming through customs. Um, she shouldn't show some class and issued a statement. She didn't show any class. And the reason why she has none, no, Ronda Rousey has no class. If you go back, I'm going back to the uh, to that conversation, that last conversation we had, and she goes, I said, so how are you, Ronda? She goes, well, you know, this is my fourth interview this morning. I'm a little bit tired, yeah. I said, hey, well, you know, we don't have to do this if you don't want to. And she goes, well, okay, we'll do it. So we went about, I guess we were as a 10-minute block, and my producers give me the thumbs up. The audio's good. And we're rolling through the first two and a half, three minutes, this and that. And I can just feel that she didn't want to do this. And guess what? I don't want to interview somebody that doesn't want to be interviewed. It's like having sex with somebody who doesn't want to have sex with you. Why would you want it? Why would you want that? Never understood the concept of rape. Never understood it. But straight up, somebody doesn't want to talk to you. They don't want to talk to you. Fine. I cut the conversation short. Ronda Rousey was out of here in four minutes, and I haven't heard from her since. And I don't care from here for her, from here in the in, again in the future, unless she was a you know, come out and basically 
bare, bare, bare her soul, man. Just tell people, you know what? I was a bit of a female dick. I was. I mean, people call me a, a, a see you next Tuesday type of woman. Think about that. See you next Tuesday. And you know what? She was to an extent. Okay. She really was. I mean, she went out there. She insulted people. She disrespected. And the thing was, you know, after you whoop on somebody and I whooped on some, you know, 37 wins and 52 fights, but I whooped on a lot of people. And afterwards, um, I didn't feel that, you know, I didn't, how can I put this? I wasn't a good sport type thing, but I always congratulated them win or lose. You know what I'm saying? I always could drive them one another. Even it, it, it killed me sometimes. I didn't want to do it. I mean, argh, you don't want to look this guy in the eye and say, you know what, man, you won. You know, you want to admit to me. He just, he just beat you. I mean, it's pretty obvious he just beat you. Give him his props. Ronda Rousey would not give Holly Homer props. Ronda Rousey had some publicist type out some type of a late, last-minute uh, press release regarding Amanda Nunes. Get this. Amanda Nunes did no press leading up to this fight. That's right. Her and Ronda Rousey did no press. The UFC allowed her to do no press. Conor McGregor, the real star of the UFC, okay, the Irishman, the crazy Irishman, he, the former featherweight champion, current lightweight champion, 155, he tried to skip, uh, what, three media events? There's three different events uh, as far as, like, tours around two different part, two different continents, and, and they said, ah, you're done. You're off the card. And they pulled him off the card. But, yeah, she was able to negotiate some type of deal where she didn't have to do any press, didn't have to do any media, didn't have to do any press conferences, nothing. Why? I mean, these were, and, and I didn't want to be part of it anyway. But you know what? Those MMA people, some of those beat writers, some of those website guys like SureDog.com and, and BloodyElbow.com, you know, they built that broad up, as did I, okay? And I think we all deserved a little bit of respect at the end. In other words, you know what? I lost. I was beaten by a better person. She didn't put it to her that way. She didn't put it that way. She sort of even mocked uh, Amanda Nunes and her conciliatory speech. She, uh, it wasn't a speech. It was a press release that she released. At the end of the day, Ronda Rousey is a bully. And you know what happens to bullies. I, we talked about this a lot of times before. Of course, Mike Tyson, 1990, going into the Buster Douglas fight, 37-1 favorite, 40-1 favorite, banging hookers, banging geisha girls, uh, doing drugs, admitting doing cocaine and doing all kinds of other stuff over in Japan, which is crazy because I think they catch you with the cocaine there. They they uh, chop off your appendage, your favorite appendage. Anyway, um, the bottom line is, you know, he wasn't prepared for that fight. Greg Page had knocked him down in training. I think <clears throat> Mike Jameson out of San Jose, California, that rough journeyman who didn't have a body for a fighter, but he could fight a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he 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 was he roughed. He roughed Mike up in the gym over there in Japan as well. So Mike Tyson was getting roughed up in the gym. And like his trainer, Aaron Snow, said to me, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? The fighter's not together. I went to the promoter. I said, you know, the fighter's not together. I went to the manager. I said, look, the fighter's really not together. I went to the, the fighter. I said, you know, you're really not, you're Mike, you're not really clicking on all these cylinders here, right? And Mike says, oh, said, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Everybody said it'll be okay. And guess what? It wasn't. The meltdown of Mike Tyson in February of 1990 at the hands of Buster Douglas. But wait, it doesn't stop there. There's other guys that have been bullies. And when bullies get beat, they just don't come back the way they were before. Because you know what? That aura of invincibility is gone. It's gone. She'll never be unbeaten again. I remember when I lost my undefeated status to Eddie Smith down there, and I'll mention the year, in 1974 at the South City Boys Club. I lost a three-round fight, and I was blown away by it because he just outworked me. I was just blown away. I was 7-0 going in. I was just blown away by it, okay? Didn't fight again until 1981. That was how a decision loss affected me. So imagine if I'd have been drilled 
I was never drilled, never unconscious. Matter of fact, if I'd have been drilled, I don't think I'd have come back from a drilling. It was tough for me to come back from a decision loss early on. I guess I was immature and I was young. But the bottom line is, Ronda Rousey, she ain't never coming back. Now, Nate Corey, talk about that lawsuit versus the UFC. And just straight up next, Nate Corey will talk about that. Of course, in debt, Nate Corey, one of the plaintiffs in this class action lawsuit in which these fighters, the UFC fighters, are accusing the UFC of being, well, not accusing them. They are. They're pimps. If you look at a 100-yard football field and broke it up in the money, they were taking 87 yards of the 100 yards, 87 yards of the 100 yards of cash, and the UFC went to the management. Not good. You are tuned to Sports Byline. Next up, Nate Corey on Ring Talk. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you a parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the award-winning and revolutionary online learning program that's changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Designed by teachers and early childhood learning experts, ABC Mouse seamlessly aligns with what your child is already learning in school. And with over 7,000 learning activities and more than 650 lessons, it's the most comprehensive early learning site on earth. I have been teaching for 13 years, and I've never seen a program like ABC Mouse. It encompasses science, math, reading, social studies. It's just endless what they can learn on ABC Mouse. I've always had to use 20 websites, and now I can just use one Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. 
but you have to go to abcmouse.com slash free to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash free. abcmouse.com slash free. First of all, Pedro, I want to say hi to all the Ring Talk uh, fans. And let me tell you something. Many have tried, true, and couldn't make it. There's only one Pedro Fernandez when it comes to radio and TV commentated. Bro, let me tell you, you're second to none because I have always had a side seat beside you on many ventures we do. And let me tell you, you're the best at what you do. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Talk to the hand. I think my mother would have liked that. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, working on Nate Corey as I speak. Of course, Nate Corey, the fighter out of uh, the Northwest, and of course, a cartoonist and MMA fighter, but part of that class action lawsuit, of course, against the UFC. And this is important because, as I stated before we went to the break, if you looked at a 100-yard football field, a 100-yard football field, and it was all money, okay, and you divided that money up between the UFC and the fighters, well, the USC would take 87 yards out of that 100-yard football field. Something's wrong with that picture. I mean, I'm tell- I, I, I got to tell you that when I was working as a cop in San Francisco, I knew pimps that gave their hookers better deals than that. I mean, that's horrible. That's just that's appalling. Just, I mean, what can I say? 87 yards, 87% of the money going to the USC. Of course, the, uh, the Dubai government, they owned the USC prior to the recent sale. $4.2 billion was so far. That's $4,200 million. I kid $4,200 million. Say it again. $4,200 million straight up. That is absolutely crazy, isn't it? It is. And it's worth more than the, the Barcelona football team and the, uh, the soccer team, of course, out of, the, out of Europe. And it's worth more than the Dallas Cowboys. I didn't think it would be, but the USC came in at $4.2 billion. Whether it was overpaid or not, somebody paid that price, and they're expecting some type of return on that. When I've talked to economists, because I've, you know, I, I go to stock, I go to stock market meetings once in a while, and talk with my guys, you know, at lunch, and say, what's going on in the financial world? And Dave D. Camber also gives me some stuff about the financial world. But you know, you look at the the entire this entire picture as far as. The money is concerned, and you always have to follow the money. It's about the money. And like J.R. Ross, of course, now the boxing uh, announcer, and we did MMA before and pro wrestling with the WWE. Of course, he's clamoring on this show time and time again that you have to pay the golden goose. You have to give the goose something. You don't give the goose 13 cents out of a dollar. 13 cents out of a dollar? And he's the guy that's going out there. And you heard Dr. Nitin Sati in the, in the first hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, our New York uh, state uh, ringside physician, both in boxing and mixed martial arts, you know, him talking about how guys need to get, get the, how can I put this? MMA right now, as far as the UFC is concerned, okay, you've got guys, I heard Joe Rogan talking about the other day, I really don't want to talk about this in depth, but I will, you know, having a buzz, having your ears ring for a week, having your ears ring for two months. I've known boxers that have had their, ring, their ears ring for two, three months on end. Just ringing in their ears. They're walking around here and their ears ring. Their bell's been rung or whatever. Yeah, really. They're ringing in their ears for two or three months. Other guys, you can see it, that they're not right. They're not acting right. I talked about how I felt after that concussion in Las Vegas. The concussion loss, of course, to uh, Mr. Ernie Chavez. Of course, Ernie went off and as a pro and went and fought uh, Meldrick Taylor. Of course, Meldrick Taylor, the 1984 Olympic gold medalist. And I've told this story before, but before Ernie Chavez and Meldrick Taylor fought, I was, tell- I was in the dressing room with Mel doing the television up there in Sacramento, California. And I said to him, Mel, 
I said, man, you got to watch out for this guy's right hook. He's a southpaw, and he hits so hard with the right hook. I've never been hit that hard ever. And he looked at me like, hmm, he's not going to hit me. I said, okay. So after the fight, there was Melvin Taylor with this big ice pack on his head going, hey, uh, uh, who, who, who was that that told me that guy hit hard? Yeah, he hit, he hit hard, no doubt about it. Anyway, Corey, Kyle Kingsbury, Kung Lee. You know, Kung Lee has an interesting claim. Kung Lee is part of this class action lawsuit. He feels the UFC destroyed his career as an action film star because, you know, he was Mr. Hong Kong, like the Bruce Lee of, uh, uh, of, uh, of Vietnam. I mean, he was doing this thing over there in Hong Kong and different parts of Vietnam, doing shooting movies and making money. And then, you know, the USC said, do this, do that. And he took a couple of fights. People say that he shouldn't have taken because the USC put him in fights, you know. And that's another thing. <sighs> Your selection of opponents. I mean, I think that after Ronda Rousey got licked like a stamp by a gay girl. Um, I got to say that. Anyway, she should have been given, no, she would not to get back. After she got beat by Holly Holm, she should have been given a tune-up fight. You don't put her in there with the killer. I mean, that's sort of like, you just don't do that. I mean, it's just, it's just not, I'm going to put it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, how can you get somebody's confidence back, even if there was confidence to get back? I think that when she was beaten, she was a, she'll be a shell of her former self for, from here on in. Okay, she has no confidence in herself whatsoever. It took me a long time to get my confidence back. I got it back and I never lost it, even though I lost some fights after that, but never lost it again. But after that first loss, it was like this aura of invincibility is gone. And it's just, it absolutely, it, 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 was, it was, it was, you know, I remember, I remember my mother saying to me, oh, you know, it's a big thing. You know, mom, mom, it was a big thing. I lost. So she became my running coach. And of course, I never gassed out in a fight after that. But, you know, but it was a big thing. And to lose by decision, if it bothered me to the point where I didn't fight for seven years, I mean, I still trained, but I didn't fight for seven years, didn't box for seven years, didn't come back until I, you know, won four Golden Glove championships. But, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe people don't react well to losing. People don't react well to winning. But um, I sort of found winning a whole lot tougher than losing. And by that is, you know, because you won and there's a lot of pressure on your shoulder. I mean, because when I won that first Golden Glove title, I had to defend it the next year. OK. And yikes, all these guys are coming out of the woodwork. I remember Danny Capello coming down from 147 pounds to 139. And they were telling my I told my trainer, uh, <coughs> Chris Gomez, you know, <coughs> Danny's Danny's a much stronger and wider than Pedro. You really probably don't want to put him in there. Yeah, right. We knocked him out in the second round. Okay. What I'm trying to tell you is you were a marked man. Superman knows what I'm talking about. You were a marked man. You just were. Okay. The second year, whoa, got through the second year, defended for that, that second year, but right on. Then came the third year. Oh my God, the pressure on this. You know, once in a while, somebody from the newspaper would call, and that was sort of cool because you were defending your championship and things like that. And, you know, people at work would, like, you get a couple extra hours off to go training. That was all cool. That was all fine and dandy until I got hurt. But, you know, um, the third title wasn't as tough to win. But when I lost for that fourth time, I went for the fourth title and I lost, that was that was really tough. That was really tough. But it didn't set me back emotionally. I mean, it, set me, it didn't set me back Time-wise, because I realized time was not on my side. I mean, you know, I haven't got much time left. Not too much. Not much of a window opening for a boxer, being an amateur boxer. It's not. If you're going to stick, stick strictly stick as an amateur, and that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to turn professional. Why would I want to turn pro? I mean, Pete Alvarez was getting those guys five, six hundred bucks for like an eight-round fight or something like that. I wasn't going to do that, even though they promised me. A syndicate came to me and was in 1980. I think it was 85, 80, early early 85. 
They came to me, uh, a syndicate in San Francisco said to me, you know what? We will give you X amount of uh, X amount of dollars to fight if you want to fight professionally. I said, I don't want to fight professionally. I work for the city and county of San Francisco. I'm fine and happy and dandy what I'm doing. Right? I turned that down. Never wanted to fight pro. And you know when, I, when you look at the guys who were fighting pro, they were nothing like the guys I was when I was fighting amateur. I mean, I was fighting killers night after night. Keith Rucker, that guy was like eight no seven knockouts. Had to take him, had to take him to school, <clears throat> beat him for my first Golden Glove title. Okay, but I'm trying to tell you, these guys are hungry. Guys, guys in the amateurs, they're all hungry. They're all like, they can't wait to get a hold of you. Okay, and the pros. When you're five and zero, or two and zero, or three and zero as a professional fighter, what are you fighting? You fighting guys that are like, you know, zero and nine, one and nine, one and seven. What can you learn from those guys instead of beating up on them? Not a whole lot. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet. One eight hundred eight seven eight. Play that's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Going over the Ronda Rousey drilling, of course. By, at the hands of Amanda Nunes. And, you know, I think it's fantastic that Amanda being openly gay, Brazilian fighter, coming from South America, I think this is good. She's the first USC female champion. I mean, man, you know, there could be no more intimidating fighter than her. She's just, she's an intimidating specimen. And she's got this baby-faced assassin, you know, moniker to her. That fits her, that fits her to a T. It just does. I mean, look, listen. Ronda Rousey didn't expect to get destroyed. She thought, I'm, I'm sure in the back of her mind, she was thinking, Holly Holm, Holly Holm, Holly Holm, Holly Holm. She didn't think about getting destroyed. I mean, you know, she had beaten Misha Tate twice. And she, and of course, that's who, uh, who uh, Amanda Nunes beat for the title. But, you know, when you look at the big picture at 135 and women are concerned, Amanda Nunes looks like she's going to be all by herself for a long, long time. Speaking of women, 145, of course. Chris Cyborg Santos, another Brazilian fighter who got flagged for steroids three years ago in California. Of course, she, her having uh, her needing to have look at it this way. You knew she was on steroids when you looked at a picture of her and she needed to shave on her face by five o'clock. She had five o'clock shadow. She needed to shave. A lot of those chicks do that kind of stuff too, but she did. Of course, she got popped by the California State Athletic Commission. I think it was a fight down there in San Diego, California. They suspended her for a year. She's come back and she goes, I've been clean. I've been clean. But guess what? Now it looks like she's tested positive for something. They flagged her on something. So the Anti-Doping Association is going after her as well as one of my other former guests, the guy that saw my wall out here at the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm talking about Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett, the former two-time UFC heavyweight champion, has been flagged for an anti-doping violation. Damn! He's been pulled for the UFC heavyweight ratings. Damn! I'll have an interview with him next week. That's why I'm saying damn. Josh Barnett was scheduled to be on Ring Talk, and now Josh Barnett being pulled from the UFC ratings. I guess I'm of the opinion he's probably not going to do any press appearances for a long time. Probably have to go back to uh, fighting across the pond, maybe in Japan, maybe a pro wrestler. Because, you know, let's be honest. Josh Barnett's gifted. Gifted with the mic, gifted with the you're doing the New Japan wrestling, of course, right now with J.R. Ross as far as uh, the television is concerned here in the United States. So he's a gifted broadcaster. He's a gifted fighter. He's got tools. Doesn't have to fight, but if he does, it'll be across the pond. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
Mike Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. And now, this is the moment UFC fans watching around the world have been waiting for. Live from the sold-out T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, At 135 pounds, fighting out of Venice, California, presenting the former UFC bantamweight champion and the number one ranked bantamweight contender in the world, the challenger, Rock 
and now introducing the champion, fighting out of the red corner, a striker, holding a basketball record, 13 wins, 4 losses, she stands, 5 feet 8 inches tall, weighing in at 135 pounds, Amanda, the lioness, Alright, we've been over the rules. Protect yourself at all times. Follow my instructions. We're gonna keep this clean. Tough gloves, let's do this. Whoa. Yeah. I'm nervous. I am too. You know, there's not really any animosity. There's just a ton of intensity. Ronda Rousey, Amanda Nunes. Title on the line. Here we go! The champion in the black. The challenger in the blue. Nunez. Big trouble. Can she finish it right here, right now? She shot her to the body. Ronda is in big trouble, Mike. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. Big consolation. Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Could you sense the uh, the ass whooping in the air there? You just could, couldn't you? I mean, whoa. You know, first punch you hit her, and then she stood there like a flagpole. I hate going back to this girl, but you know... Man, she was like, she had captured the media world by storm. And had I think she'd been a little bit more humble, I think we'd be uh, having a whole lot different impression of Mr. Uh, uh, of Miss Ronda Rousey. No doubt about that. Now, let's take things to the Ring Talk phone lines. Let's go to the Northwest and bring in my man, Nate Corey. My favorite cartoonist that comes to the world of mixed martial arts. How you doing, Nate? Oh, man, I'm doing awesome. That's good. So how's the cartoon world? It's coming along. Uh, Zombie Cage Fighter, zombiecagefighter.com. You can get a free PDF of the comic book. My whole gig is that everybody wanted me to tell my story, but I didn't want to write the usual Rocky story. It's been done a million times. So I wrote about what I've been through, seen, and done as a fighter and as a single father, and then I threw in zombies. So it's an autobiographical horror story. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, um, Nate Corey is our guest. And Nate... First, I'll ask you, we'll ask about the, the ongoing lawsuit against Sufa Sports that I thought you so boldly went after, and I, I'm right with you 100%. But what's happening with that class action lawsuit, of course, and I explained this to the listeners, that if the, if the money in the USC was divided, was, was a big football field, and a 100-yard football field, the USC would take 87 yards, right? Oh, at least. And it's so interesting. Our lawsuit really... Uh, we're just going through the same process that every single other industry has had to go through here in America. Uh, we, we are the workers. We deserve rights. And the way the UFC does business, if it was boxing, it would be completely illegal and would be, would be shut down. They control the titles. They control who gets titles shot. They tell you when you work, where you work, who you work with, what uniform you have to wear while you work. And yet, 
the fighters are not employees. They're independent contractors, so they don't have to pay them any retirement benefits or give them actual uh, insurance, anything like that. They've just been working both sides of the angle for so long. And our goal, it's, it's not to shut down the UFC. That's not what we want to do. The UFC is, is the biggest industry out there. We just want to let the fighters have an opportunity. They have something called a champion's clause. So I work my butt off. I make it through the ranks. Uh, I get up to a title shot. It's the last fight on my contract. I win the world title, and now I can hit the free market and see, well, what's Bellator going to pay me? What's World Series of Fighting going to pay me? Nope, it doesn't work that way, because as soon as you win the title for the UFC, they have a champion's clause, which means you can never leave. You can never see what the open market will actually pay you. And just like with the, the sponsorships, the thing that they did just a few years ago with uh, Reebok, all of a sudden Dana White came out and said, congratulations, guys, we've signed Reebok as your new sponsor. You don't have to worry about going out and shopping for sponsors any longer. We've got that covered for you. And I'm hmm. sitting here looking at this thinking to myself, okay, well, let's see, my last fight was about six and a half years ago. I made more money in sponsors than I did in my payday from the UFC. My sponsorships was about $45,000. According to the Reebok deal, I would have been paid $5,000. And it's Brendan, just, it's just, Brendan Schwab was getting hundred grand for his advertising. I think he would have got like ten. Yeah. Yeah, I made more in sponsorships in my last fight, not for a title fight, not a top ten fighter, not main event, just the undercard on Spike TV, I made more in sponsorships than the champions do now. The most that they make from Reebok is forty grand, unless Reebok decides that they want them to be the face of Reebok. And so they pick the two or three people that they think will best represent the brand, and everyone else is screwed. You can't get... And it, it's hilarious because Dana comes out and says, no, we're not stopping you guys from getting sponsors. You can still have sponsors, just not while you're fighting. Just not in the cage in front of millions of people. Well, that is where you get the most bang for your buck if you're a sponsor. You want to have your logo on that fighter. And it's funny because the UFC will also say, well, no, paydays are going way up. Not when you take into account the lack of sponsorship dollars. And that works on so many other levels, too. Because as a fighter, well, what's the difference between us and the NFL, baseball, basketball? When they play for a team, the team covers all of their training expenses, all their travel expenses. They want those players to win, and they pay them so well because it's a free market. They're able to go to whichever team they want. As a fighter, you have to pay for everything yourself, your entire fight camp. And you have taxes, you have uh, paying your coaches, paying your management, paying all this stuff. So what I would do is if I, I needed supplements, I'd call up a supplement company and say, hey, I'm going to be fighting here. Uh, will you pay me 5000 10000 whatever it may be, to put your logo on my shorts for my upcoming fight and send me a bunch of products. So now I don't have to go out of pocket to get these, these supplements that I need. And I would do that with massage therapists things like that. I still work to this day with one of my sponsors, Nuvasiv, who pioneered the back surgery that put me back in the cage. And it all happened by us just calling them and saying, hey, I had this surgery. I feel phenomenal. I want to change people's perception of back surgery. Would you like to be a part of this journey? And they said, hell yeah. So they put their logo on my shorts and on my shirt. And it worked just phenomenally for them. They got so much attention as somebody that was 
able to have back surgery and then return to fighting in the UFC. And I put on a three-round war in my comeback fight. And then they said, you know, we want to associate our brand with you moving forward. I'm their spokesman. And it's worked out so wonderfully for both of us. But if this was in the Reebok days, I would call them and they'd say, yeah, we'll, we'll watch the fight. But obviously, we can't really support you. We don't get any exposure from this fight because you can't yep. talk about us. You can't wear our logo, anything like that. <clears throat> and it, it's just so amazing to me. This, this really reminds me of the stepping over a dollar to pick up a nickel. Because no matter how much Reebok pays, and I think it's something like 10 or $11 million a year, something like that. Well, first off, the UFC then hired new people to manage that money. So that's taking money out of that pool that's supposed to go to fighters. Then Dana said, hey, don't worry about this. We're going to go ahead and give some of that money to charity on your behalf. Oh, you don't wow. get to write it off. We'll, we'll take care of that as well. And just trickling down the line with these types of things, it's just over and over and over again. Whereas now you have 500 fighters that can reach out to an unlimited number of sponsors who are then going to promote that fighter across so much more and get so much more exposure. They're not understanding. When I was sponsored by And One, again, I was getting paid more from And One than I was for fighting. And it was such a, a good story that uh, a UFC fighter is sponsored by a basketball shoe company. It was the front page of MSNBC.com. Getting a whole new demographic and exposure. But then the UFC uh, implemented the sponsorship tax where they came in and said, hey, sorry, if any supplement company or clothing company wants to sponsor you, they have to pay us $50,000. Then it was $100,000. Nate Corey is our guest, folks. And, you know, Nate, as a former San Francisco policeman, I knew pimps that gave better deals than 8713 splits on the street. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, you chuckling at that. I'm dead serious. I mean, no girl's going to work for 13%. Why should a fighter go out there? And people don't realize, you know, win or lose, you go away sometimes with a buzz. I talked about this before. A couple of friends of mine had uh, their, their ears buzz. One guy had an ear buzz for like three months. I mean, so there are injuries that don't look apparent to you. But, you know, the wear and tear of the cage, the wear and tear of a fight, it takes its toll. But the people sitting at home don't know. And guess what? The people sitting at home really think that these fighters are getting paid handsomely, and they're not. No, they're not at all. And that 13% that goes to the fighters, our best uh, figuring for the dollars and cents is if you take 100% of the pie, roughly 13% goes to the fighters. Another 15 17% goes to the production of the show. 70% of the gross revenue that comes in is all profit. And that goes straight to the owners. And in my day, it was Lorenzo Fertitta, Frank Fertitta, Dana White, and the Sheik of Abu Dhabi. Three yeah, out of those four guys are already billionaires. So they're just throwing more money on the pile where the, while the fighters are begging for fight-of-the-night bonuses. And it's really taken away my enjoyment of the sport now that I've seen the business side. I'll see these wars, uh, Roy McDonald versus Robbie Lawler. Such an incredible fight. And then I read afterwards, uh, McDonald got $60,000. Rory got sixty grand for that fight. And all I can see is you just lost probably three years of your life yep. with that beating that you took. And yep. even now, I fought for 12 years. Getting out of the bed in the morning is very difficult. I'm on pain medications all the time because I've got degenerative disc disease. 
So my left leg is numb. My right leg is numb. You, you and me um, both on that with the gender disease, no doubt about that. Now, I got to ask you one more question. I'll let you go in 15 seconds. Are you smoking any weed up there? <laughs> I am a big supporter of legalization of marijuana. Nate Corey, Nate Corey, you got to answer the phone. We need to talk again real soon. Anytime, brother. Right on. Nate Corey, folks, my man, cartoonist, comedian, fighter. Man, he's got it. Nate Corey on Sports Byline. two to seven-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the award-winning and revolutionary online learning program that's changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Designed by teachers and early childhood learning experts, ABC Mouse seamlessly aligns with what your child is already learning in school. And with over 7,000 learning activities and more than 650 lessons, it's the most comprehensive early learning site on earth. I have been teaching for 13 years, and I've never seen a program like ABC Mouse. It encompasses science, math, reading, social studies. It's just endless what they can learn on ABC Mouse. I've always had to use 20 websites, and now I can just use one. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash free to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash free. abcmouse.com slash free. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. 
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I was in the room where this song was recorded. I kid you not. Hitsville, USA, West Grandview Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Wow, what is what in it? Motown, Motown, Motown. Anyway, I got some uh, some email coming in here. Edgar Rivera, Superman, and Newman's Jim said that I liked your talk today, but Tyson uh, Tyson won the Douglas fight. Tyson got jobbed. The the count was too long. No one talks about that. No one talks about that. Yes, Canelo is the king of pay per view, but uh, I'm going to go back. He says go back to the Tyson fight that Douglas did not win that fight. Listen, it's not a 10-second count. Everybody says, well, it's a 10 It's a ten count, not a 10-second count. It's a 10 count. And that means, I guess, you, if you drop your hand one time, it's one. If you drop your hand twice, it's two. You drop your hand three times. So I said it, I guess, it's sort of indicative on the um, on the hand speed of the referee. Okay, so that's the 10 count. Octavio, Octavio Moran was the referee that night in uh, in Tokyo, Japan. Of course, the one that... They counted out Mike Tyson. I thought it was cool. I thought that when Buster Douglas got knocked down, I thought Buster, listen, when Buster was laying there on that canvas, he was thinking about, man, do I want to get up? Because every other time he'd been put in that position, he laid there like a dog and would not get up. Okay. He would not get up. But he got up this time, went on and beat Mike Tyson. I thought that was a fair call. No doubt about that. Don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. In fact, hour number one with Larry Merchant. And Dr. Netan Seti will be repeated on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network right after the news, right here on Sports Byline. So I thank you so much for tuning in. And as I look at my ratings, I'm happy with those as well. They keep going up. They never go down. What can I say? They keep going up. And I thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're new to the Ring Talk family or you've been here with me for 32 or 33 years, I thank you so much for your presence and having your time. Don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Pedro Fernandez, the radio schedule here at Sports Byline. Has be going Saturday and Sundays with Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Then, Johnny Talk on the All-Stars, that's 10 p.m. Pacific Time each and every Saturday night. And don't forget, No Holds Bar, Zach Attack Young and I hooking it up 5 p.m. Pacific Time Sundays on Sports Byline. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, most importantly, be real. <laughs> 